to the Girly MMA Fan Podcast, Episode 3. I am fucking excited today because I'm finally done with the semester in school. And you know what the fuck I did after work today? I got off of work, I grabbed a fucking beer, and I hit fucking record. Here we are. Let's fucking go. Let's talk about some MMA and what we got going on for Burns versus Woodley, you guys. Before we go into that though um i want to start incorporating some of the ideas that i had for the podcast i didn't want to put them in right away but i want to start incorporating um a segment including fights to rewatch fights that i remember randomly that i would like to share and for everyone to watch i'm sure a lot of you guys have watched the fights it's just so um this episode's fight is going to be a fight of the night um Mark Hunt versus Bigfoot Silva. I'm sure a lot of you guys have watched it. Even if you did watch it, go and rewatch it. I'm going to post a link of a YouTube um of the YouTube link that has the fight. If you guys cannot find it or it was taken down for whatever reason, you can always watch it on Fight Pass. Um they have it on there. That's where I watched it. So if you haven't rewatched it, you have got to watch that fight. That's one of the best heavyweight fights I've watched. No lie. So do yourself a favor and rewatch that fight. So the second um, portion that I want to talk about that I'm super fucking excited about is another segment, which is bringing on guests. I am going to have my buddy on the podcast for episode four. I'm hoping if everything goes okay, we're going to be discussing UFC 250 and some other bullshit. So shout out to Gabe for agreeing to be on the podcast. I cannot wait for next week. Um, Yeah, so without further ado, let's just get into tomorrow's card. Um, This is going to be on ESPN. They are free. Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. What a treat this is for us. Tyron Woodley coming off of his title loss. Um, and then, you know, Gilbert Burns coming off of five fight winning streak. Um, you got him coming off KOing uh Damian Maya. If you don't know, come on, like it's Damian Maya. Um, dude, um, unless you've been a fan for a really long time um or really know the sport you know how great uh, damian maya is as fighter i'm just a little bit older now which brings me to my next point um how gilbert um is going to do in this fight with gilbert it's yes he has that knockout power i talked about it a a little bit on last episode on episode two um he has he is a black belt in jujitsu so he he's also good standing and he has that power can he do that to tyron woodley though because even in the Usman and tyron woodley fight um tyron woodley might have done um not so great in that fight but let me tell you one thing aside from that fight tyron woodley has been one of the best defended his title multiple times guys let's not you know let this one loss again like let anybody underestimate Woodley because you know let's not forget that also he has almost never gotten knocked out so this is not somebody that you can just KO but he's not just gonna go in there and do what he did to Damian Maya Maya is a little bit older so that might have you know played a part but at the same time like I said if you know who Damian Maya is you'll appreciate the fighter that he is he is an amazing fighter most importantly he is one of the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu that there is in the sport. Um, 
and um, he also has hands on him. So uh, for Gilbert Burns to knock him out the way that he did and a couple other knockouts that he has, it just really shows um, his ability to fight with high level competitive fighters. Uh, but I don't know if he's going to do the same. Burns is going to do the same thing to Tyron Woodley. Like I said, Tyron Woodley, um, I feel like can take a lot more damage than um, Damian Maya. So the other thing is a lot of people are saying, okay, so you know Tyrone Woodley can bust out his wrestling but you also have to remember that Burns is a black belt in jiu-jitsu so he does play some risk there um, because if it does go to the ground I do believe that Gilbert Burns is going to um, definitely submit him if he do, if he goes down that route. Um, he has uh, some really slick um, arm bars this guy. He if you look back at any of his fights he has like some incredible finishes with the arm bars and other submissions he's just really beautiful black belt jiu-jitsu artist so i don't doubt that he can finish tyron on the ground i do however doubt that he can finish him standing up um if tyron woodley goes in there and fights how he fought against Usman, I don't know if he can win that fight, to be honest with you. Um, we'll see. We've only seen Tyrone Woodley look like really, you know, defeated the way that he did was against Usman. But um, we shall see. I, I think Gilbert Burns' best bet is to either make uh, Tyrone Woodley kind of tire out and gas him out and maybe then hit the ground with him and submit him. Or um, Tyrone Woodley might just you know outwork him on the on the feet and me i don't know we'll see you guys this one's a pretty um i think i'm gonna go ahead and take tyrone woodley in this fight just because he is a former champion this is somebody that you know did hold the title for a really long time so i'm gonna go ahead and go with woodley with this one if he comes in in shape and not focused on his rap career <laughs> No shade, no shade. Next is Augusto um, Sakai versus uh, Blagoy Ivanov. Uh, both of these guys used to fight in Bellator. Um, Ivanov is fucking relentless. Um, he is good at clinching, striking. Um, he has a win over Ben Rothwell. Sakai, I mean, won Andre Lasky by split decision. Um, he does have, he's more of a upcoming prospect. Augusto has the advantage of the, of the jiu-jitsu. However, um, Ivanov does have a Sambo background. Here's the thing. Um, he doesn't really showcase Sambo for some reason. So I'm not sure if that's going to come into play, but I feel like he does have that um, in his back pocket so he could pull it out if he really needed it against um event sakai if he really needed it um he's uh, so this fight for me is really hard to pick honestly i'm just taking a wild guess here because this fight i feel like i can't really commit to somebody solidly that's gonna win this fight i don't know how this fight is going to end i don't know if it's gonna be a knockout i don't know if it's gonna go all five rounds i mean all three rounds I really don't fucking know, but I am going to just, I'm going to just guess here. I'm going to do Sakai on this fight only because he is the lengthier fighter. Um, so we shall see. Might be fucking completely wrong on this one, but that's who I'm. All right. So up next, we have a replacement fight. Um, this fight was supposed to be Daniel Rodriguez versus Kevin um, Holland. He was replaced with Gabriel Green. So first of all, Gabriel hasn't fought. He's coming off of pretty long layoff. He hasn't fought since August of 2018. I was looking up some of his record. Also, 
he is coming off a shoulder surgery. He's coming off a short notice and he's moving up. For me, I just, I don't, um, I don't see him winning. He is a lot smaller than Rodriguez. Rodriguez is literally 6'1", has a 6'74 inch reach uh, versus Gabriel. He's 5'10", 72 reach. He's way bigger. I think that Rodriguez is going to size him up in this fight, push forward with the pressure, and eventually I think he will get TKO'd. And that's going to be my call for that one. Um, I think it's pretty um, brave of Green to come up and want to take this fight on, on short notice. But um, props to the guy for being open to do it and just moving forward with that but um, I definitely don't think he's going to take this fight up next we got Roosevelt uh, Roberts versus a Brock Weaver um, pretty much this fight you got you know a brawler in Weaver and you got a control technical standard fighter in Roberts um, there's only two ways that I see this fight going either um Roberts goes in there, uses all his technical stand-up. Um, he fights long. They're pretty much the same size, around six foot. Um, they got the same amount of reach, I think. Either way, either Roberts goes in there and outclasses him or or Weaver just goes in there and catches him and knocks him the fuck out. That's only, <laughs> the only two ways I see it um, going. I think that um, Weaver is a fucking savage. He's almost at Justin Gaethje, but without the, all that uh, control that we've seen um, in the last fight versus um, Tony Ferguson, obviously, but we're just, we can't compare this guy to Justin, um, Justin Gaethje, but that's the kind of style that he has, that kind of brawler, savage, fucking go all in. I mean, I am going to take um, Roberts in this fight I think that he's going to play it safe and try to stay out of um, Weaver's way to knock it, knock the fuck out. Um, yeah, so that's my pick. So up next, uh, we have Mackenzie Dern versus Hannah Clippers. Um, so this is a pretty weird fight for me, and I don't really enjoy the styles that are mixed this way because... Okay, for example, Mackenzie is a great Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. She already has the advantage on the ground, period. However, she is a super sloppy stand-up fighter. I have never liked her stand-up. Hannah, on the other hand, no takedown defense. Her ground game kind of sucks, but she's a great stand-up fighter. So it's kind of like you're going to see a very uh, single-sided fight. Um, either you're going to get Mackenzie dominating on the ground or you're going to have um, Hannah kind of controlling the fight on the feet. And um, unless Hannah can knock her out, Mackenzie out in the like the first couple of rounds, I just don't see um, Hannah winning this fight. I think that eventually Mackenzie will get it to the ground and submit her. Um, I don't know if it's going to be an exciting fight. Um, Hannah is a huge underdog in this fight, which not sure how I feel about that, but um I think it should be a little bit closer, but like I said, it is a weird fight just because they are such different fighters. Uh, I am taking Mackenzie Derns in this fight, though. Okay, you guys, up next is the future prelim fight. You guys, when I tell you that this fight is so fucking weird to me, so we have <laughs> Caitlin Cook again. I don't know how to say her name versus Antonina Shashenko. Yeah, Antonina Shashenko is Valentina Shashenko's sister. So, Caitlyn's coming off of a loss, a title loss versus Valentina Shashenko. And then she comes back and she's fighting her sister. Not only is she fighting her, but she's the fucking underdog. She just literally came off of a loss on a title shot. How is she? 
I don't know. Anyway, Caitlin has always been a, a little bit of a boring fighter to me. Don't fucking kill me for saying that. I'm just stating the truth. She is a point fighter. She is somebody that's going to fight and just she never goes for the finish. And that bothers me. It's it's like, what do you what do you what exactly are you getting at? Are you just I think that this is a very sensitive conversation in the world of MMA. It's one of those things that you talk about, like, should you want to finish all the fight, all your fights? Or are you just okay? I feel like Caitlin's that person that's just goes in there thinking, okay, I'm going to do what I got to do to win this fight, kind of like make my points, work the work, the judges, and, and that's it. She never really tries to go in there and try to finish the fight. This is just my opinion. Okay. And with Antonina I mean do I have to say more it's the champion's sister I mean what do you expect she's going she has great ground game she does have um I mean she does train with like Henzo Gracie um I just don't get this fight I really don't get this fight like what if she does beat um Caitlin what what is what is the next step who does she fight then I don't know I'm confused guys um I don't see I do see Caitlyn taking this fight. I take I see her just fucking taking this fight to the all rounds and maybe winning this as a split decision. She might get submitted. I don't know. But I just see her being smart in that fight and kind of running away. Well, not running away, but getting her points in, running away, getting her points in, running away. All right. Anyway, moving on versus Billy Quarantillo. Um, this fight, I am going to go straight off and tell you I am going with Carlisle in this fight. He is a black belt in judo, has brown belt in jiu-jitsu. I think that all around, he's just going to be a better fighter. This is going to be a great fight, by the way. Um, like I said, he is a good on the ground. And I think that with that judo um, advantage, he is going to be able to uh, take him down and maybe submit him. I know I say that a lot, but I really am a big fan of, or I really am a big believer in a ground game. So I feel like if you have not only the ground game, but on top of that, you're a solid stand-up fighter, um, you're more than like, and not on, not on top of that, you're you're you can also you're a judo fighter like you're you have that background in judo I just think that you you're gonna have more advantage in that um like I said I think it's gonna be kind of a battle which is going to be uh great I don't know if it's gonna last all three rounds to be honest with you I mean I hope it doesn't I hope it's just like a fucking full-on war I think we all hope that with every fight right (laughs) so all of the other uh fights on the prelims I really don't have much of an opinion about I well I do but they're just not significant enough for me to talk about I am coming back like I said on episode um four with the guests so i'm sure that we will recap all of the fights from uh tomorrow night's card and then of course we will be um talking about um the lead up to ufc 250 our picks um you guys are gonna love my buddy gabe the guy's just a fucking genius when it comes to the ufc um well just come mma in general the guy i have never met anyone that knows so much about the fucking sport um just and has met so many fucking fighters this guy i swear to god goes to events and every single time makes it his fucking mission to somehow get a picture with one of the guys fighting in the fights i mean i don't know how the fucking guy does it but 
On top of that, he's just super knowledgeable. I really respect his opinion. He is a great dude. So I cannot wait to have him on. You guys cannot miss that. Also, it's my first fucking guest. Like, it's going to be fucking great. Um, I know this was shorter of a podcast, but like I said, I wanted to still come on here and talk about um, the fights that I care most about. So this is it, you guys. I'm actually done. We will talk very soon. I am going to start working on episode four as soon as I could. So you guys don't forget to subscribe as well as Instagram, girly MMA fan. I will talk to you guys very, very soon.